Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi everyone, Kevin McDonald here. Welcome to PPTV. I'm going to be taking over PPTV for the next few weeks. And I'm going to be speaking to a number of the different speakers that are going to be at the 10X Property Super Conference. So for the next few weeks on, t- on PPTV, it's all about the 10X Takeover. My first guest is somebody I've wanted to interview for a long time. I've got a really special opportunity today. It's none other than Mr. Mark Homer himself, one of the co-founders of Progressive. So hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for inviting me on this, uh, mm-hmm. on this special broadcast. No worries. Pleasure <laughs> to have you on. Um, I know that lots of people... Uh, in Progressive, they come to our events, they, they get to meet Rob a lot, and you, Rob's often speaking about you, the other speakers talk about you, we, I mention you quite a lot in my trainings, but people don't see you that often. And one of the questions people often say to me is, who is Mark Homer? What exactly does he do? What's his role in the business? So um, I guess it's, yeah, who are you? What do you do? What, what's Mark at Progressive? Okay, so most of my time, Kevin, is spent doing property deals and developments and running our property, uh, our property business. Um, so yeah, I mean, you lose track, but I've bought, sold, you know, refurbed somewhere around five, 600 properties, something like that. Um, for ourselves, for investors, whatever. At the moment, um, I'm developing a lot of commercial buildings into residential buildings. Okay. Um, we have a, a, a letting agency. We manage about 850 tenants. So I help oversee that as well. And I've been doing that about 15 years. Okay. Um, so uh, anything to do with commercial uh, conversions or developments or, you know, sort of dealing with tenants or capital allowances or tax, all that sort of stuff. You love that stuff. Uh, that, well, that's what I'm doing most of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So why... I mean, I know from listening to lives you've done, and I heard you speak live um, a few years ago now, um, why property as the best investment vehicle? So you're, I believe you're very, I think, or I believe you're a very firm believer that property is the best investment vehicle. Well, why? I think it is, uh, the returns. So um, for me, you know, things start and finish with return on capital invested. Um, now, you know, when, when you go and buy, even if it's just a, a basic single let, you're renting it out on a monthly basis to a family you probably borrow 75% of the value the normal investor would. Um, and, um, you know, you put a 25% deposit in. Even if you get a, a gross yield of maybe 6%, let's say that nets out uh, at, I don't know, let's say before mortgage, you, you're netting 5% or, or 4 call it 4 If you take that yield um, and uh, you, you sort of minus off the mortgage interest, let's say you're paying, I don't know, 2%, something like that at the moment, 2.5%, you might end up with, I don't know, one and a half, two percent Doesn't sound like loads, but you if you've only put 25% into the deal, mm. you're getting quite a lot of leverage on that. So you can multiply that by four. Then you're also getting, let's say, annually, maybe 5% capital growth. Uh, if you're getting 5% capital growth, that again gets multiplied by four because you leveraged, you know, 75% loan to value mortgage. So in very basic terms, on a single let, you know the cash flow is lower, but you're 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 making more out of the capital that way through leverage. Uh, most of the stuff that I'm doing would be bigger, 
they're, they're essentially HMOs, but you know, in, in much bigger buildings yeah. with maybe 40, 50, one I'm doing at the moment, I have 150 tenants in it. Um, so the returns, the net return cash on cash, once it's up and running, very, very, very frequently, I'm getting 20, 25, 30%. It uh, could be a lot more, um, you know, on, on money that I've left in a deal. Sometimes it can be in the hundreds of percent. Um, show me another investment. Uh, yeah, it may, okay, fine, this is a business. Um, but, you know, passive investments that you'd be doing in the stock market, um, funds, bonds, things like that. Yeah, maybe you'll get five, six, seven, eight percent average capital and income together over the long term. But, you know, that's where I started. I, yeah. I just wanted to find the best investment vehicles. Um, and, and for me, you know, the, the, the amount of money that you can make out of property, the mere mortal, because, you know, you're, you're, yes, you're competing with some local people and yes, you're competing with some people coming in, but mm. you're not competing with somebody in another country, usually for a development project. Uh, you're not competing with the best brains in London as you would be on the stock market. Yeah. So the mere mark mortal on a local level can make money out of out of property and make really, really good returns. As long as they do it properly, they're diligent, uh, you know, they take it seriously and, and treat it as a business. Um, so for me, that's where it starts and finishes. I think as well, stock market, like if, if, I guess if you buy 100 grand's worth of stock, you get, you, if you've got 100 grand, you buy 100 grand's worth of stock, you get 100 grand's worth of stock, but you can get 400 grand's worth of property. Yeah, that is, so. you know, yes, you could leverage up on the stock market, but um, it's harder. harder. And, oh, you know, generally speaking, you know, people don't do it as, as freely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, you know, that, that is one thing. I think, in addition, the returns are higher if you're developing and obviously adding value, adding value and then you're, you're renting it anyway. But then when you have, add the leverage in, yeah. you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's unbeatable. But, but lots of people don't quite work it out that way and, and, and don't necessarily do it in the right way. So don't, end up, right. don't buy the right properties, don't follow the right strategy and end up with poor results and, 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 and think the IFA is better. Yeah. So I know you said you're doing big developments and there's probably people listening and thinking, oh, well, I can't do what you're doing. You're doing 150 yeah. property developments, but you didn't start with 150 bedroom development as your first deals. You started with single lets, I guess. Yeah, I did. I just started with uh, small uh, sort of terraced houses that I was buying, refurbishing, remortgaging, stripping the money back and just kept doing that over and over again and then and built an investment portfolio. Um, you know, and then I graduated into bigger HMOs, graduated into pubs and into developing all different types of buildings. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, so it's a journey, isn't it? Yeah, and learn to walk before you run. Yeah. It's been a 15 year journey for me. Yeah. Of that journey. And you've mentioned singlets, HMOs, pubs, commercial stuff. What's your preferred strategy and why? Well, it's of, you know, th th this is very much based on things that are of their time. So. 2010, I was doing, you know, looking at, you know, pubs uh, and, you know, then I got into the office thing when the permitted development rights started. So that was great. Offices got more and more expensive here. So then I sort of continued with the pubs and did a private members club um, and then graduated more into retail as the wheels started coming off retail, buying retail units, um, often putting a retailer on the ground floor and then converting the uppers into uh, residential. Um, so for me, the, the whole commercial thing is about taking redundant buildings, which don't have much use. Cinemas would be another one at the moment. Um, there's, there's a big there's bowling alley, you know, in our town that they, they just sit there empty and, and nightclubs. 
Mm. Um, so they're they're sort of the next wave, I think. Or there's there's quite a lot sitting empty here. Um, pubs have obviously the the need for them has reduced, and and, and people aren't in them uh, as much. Uh, a big one at the moment is the restaurants. All the private equity restaurants are shutting. Yeah. Um, the type of buildings that they're in here probably don't work quite so well. But, you know, give them a bit of pain over time, a bit like the retail, they'll become more negotiable. Mm. Empty property rates kick in. There's a big fund miles away that owns it. They don't really know how to re- redevelop it often. Um, so that creates the opportunity. So, um, you know, a lot of the direction and the type of buildings that I've been doing are, you know, the, the, they're opportunity-led Um you know, that, that they're of their time. Yeah. So I, I go, I find the opportunity and then I, I move into that for a while. Um, I don't know, you know, the, the offices, there's still a window there, uh, but I think Labour announced yesterday or the day before that if they get in there, they're going to ban permitted, they're going to remove permitted development rights on offices. Um, who knows? The next election is not till 2022, mm. but, you know, Brexit's shown us that um, yeah. anything can happen at the moment. So, um, you know, they're just things to bear in mind. I keep speaking to people regularly now as well that say um, they're waiting for the right time or for a change of government or for Brexit and all that stuff. And they're always waiting (laughs) and 10 years pass by. Um, And when people hear now that all permitted development's going to be gone, there'll be some people potentially, and you hear them, they go, oh, we can't do property now, then we've got to wait. Mm. Um, What do you say to people that are thinking, when's the right time? What do I do? Well, the the best time is usually now. Um, And, you know, at the moment, there is quite a lot of negativity around Brexit. So you can usually turn that to your advantage Mm. with vendors, with deals. Um, Often retailers are probably struggling a little bit more because of that. So that helps, Um, you know, and there are there can be a lot more opportunities in times like this. The irony is the best time to buy, um, you know, since I've been conscious in this space has been Mm. 08, 09 into maybe, yeah, 10, 11, um, which is when people were most negative and they were there were more of them saying that sort of thing to me. Oh, the recession. Oh, we're all going to die. You look at the. The, the, those properties that we bought back then, they've doubled and tripled. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I really, I really, really believe that, you know, if, if y- there's always a good time, you can always get into it. As long as the deal's right, you're paying the right money, you're adding the right value. Um, yeah, we're in the second half of this cycle. Um, so you probably don't want to be extending yourself too far. There will be another recession. Um, but that's always the case, um, you know, and you're going to pick all that income up in between now and, you know, when the next problem is. Um, permitted development rights may be removed by Labour, but if you've got an office now and you've got your prior approval in, um, as soon as you've got it back, well, that's it. Then, then, yeah, and you, you, you can then start the works within three years. So um, I'm just telling you stuff that can happen in the future. And that's only if, if they get in. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they so. may get in. A, if there was an election tomorrow, they may get in. But um, who knows? Who Twenty twenty. That's not top politics. No, we'll no, see. no, no. We'll um, get out of that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I I actually started in property about. Are you and Rob met in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven? Yes. I yes. started in property in two thousand and three. Yeah, I, that and, was me about then. Oh, three. Yeah. But I did it like yeah. stupidly and went over a hundred grand in debt, and then spent five or six years thinking that I can't do any more, I've got to like, stay in my job and all this sort of stuff. And then 2014, at the end of 2013, I actually attended the, the last ever super conference. It was yeah. my first introduction yeah, to Progressive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, sat, I remember sitting at Wembley Stadium and seeing you and Rob up on stage and thinking, sorry, thinking, shit, 
I've just been like in property for three years before these two even met. And now they've got like hundreds of properties and I'm in debt. What have I done wrong? Where has it gone wrong? And you've been, for me, getting this into opportunity to interview is amazing because from 2014 till today, you and Rob have been a huge inspiration to me in terms of turning my life around and um, building my portfolio to get out of my debt and, and become financially free. But I guess my question to you is who's been your inspiration? Well, I mean, there's been a few people. If you look at sort of residential developers and landlords, you know, I think the biggest was probably Andreas Paniotto. Um, and we, we know Andreas and, you know, I've done a couple of interviews with him and he, he gives us sort of some informal men mentorship every now and again. Um, and I think he ended up owning six to seven thousand um, residential properties, mainly apartments around London, which he sold. Um, so the guy did well, and he built it himself. You know, he built, he, he took a load of buildings, he converted them, and then he ended up selling it. So that was pretty cool, you mm. know, it, pretty amazing. But, you know, through, if you look in terms of investors, um, you know, it's it's maybe a bit of a cliche, but I do think Warren Buffett's great. You yeah. know, I, I love um, his, his, his massively long-term attitude to yeah. these things. He stays invested forever, which is my, you know, uh, that, that, that's the way I think. Um, he compounds the returns. Um, he sits there reading for hours every day. Um, the, the, there are so many bullshitters in this world that come up with all sorts of strategies and all sorts of nonsense. Um, and I just don't feel like he does that. Mm. Uh, I, you know, when he, he I, I watch his, um, uh, they do a conference every year, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, and you can watch all the interviews with him and Charlie Munger, the, his business partner, uh, and you know, you just get a whole load of truths from the mm. pair of them. They just don't give a monkeys, um, other than just telling you what, what they What's think. Right? And I suppose when you're 88, you can. Um, so, yeah. and you, you know, neither the richest man in the world or, or have been at various points. So, um, yeah, I, I he's, he's really, really inspirational. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I, I've read a lot around him. So I um I, I mentioned there a moment ago that I I attend my first introduction to Progressive was the last super conference you held yeah and obviously this summer after six years you decided to run another super conference yeah for those that aren't aware the the ten X Property Super Conference um Mark Homer is going to be one of the main speakers along with Grant Cardone and um the ten X conference is on in London in June so seventh and eighth of June I know most people have have got their tickets booked They're, if you've not you need to have a look at that um. For anyone who's not probably got their ticket booked for the super conference yet, Mark, um, why do you think it's important for people to attend? Well, you know, all the way through my property journey, um, you know, over the last 15 years, I have sort of scaled up, moved into different things because I have learned, fundamentally, I've learned from other people. Mm. Excuse me, I've learned from other people. So I've learned new strategies. I've found different types of buildings that I can move into. I've worked out how to deal with, I don't know, larger builders and contractors and banks and you know, how to, how to deal with the tax. And, you know, 80, 90% of it, I've learned from other people. Mm. At this 10X Super Conference, there's going to be 1,200 delegates there in the room. So there's massive networking opportunities between, you know, all the people in the room and the other delegates. But more than that, obviously, there's a, a, a series of speakers, including myself and Grant Cardone, who's got a, a portfolio of nearly a billion dollars, which is not insignificant. It's quite big, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a lot of experience there. Um, and we're all doing different things. You know, there's people doing service accommodation, might be doing HMOs. Maybe, you know, we've got Glenn there who's doing big office conversions into residential, which is slightly different from my strategy. So the, the experience and the knowledge is very, very deep 
in each niche uh, with with the different speakers. Um, you know, and obviously you're there, Kevin, with them. Um, I am. You're, you're with, yeah. No money down no money expertise, down. and um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of value and and, and sort of opportunity there for people mm. because for people who haven't got a lot of cash, there are ways into this. Yeah lease options, um, maybe doing JVs. And I know you've got a hell of a lot more sort of strategies that are in my mind because that's what you're doing all day and that's your niche. So um, people are going to get a lot out of this mm. uh, and it's going to replace an income and, and lots of people are going to leave work. And that's the thing, like I said, I was in property 11 years when I attended the super conference in 2013 and um, everything I've learned since, it was, there was about a thousand people in that room and I met lifelong friends there, yeah. as well as business partners. But everything I've learned since getting to me where I am is as a result of that day. Not, I didn't learn everything that day, but it did change my mindset as much mm. as anything else about what I could do by hearing the stories, meeting the people. So, yeah, I, I totally buy into what you're saying. Um, you're going to be talking there, though. So could you give us a little bit of an insight into what you're going to be talking about, what you'll be covering? Yeah, well, we, we touched on it earlier a little bit. Um, lots of things are happening in our economy at the moment. There are a lot of changes, and I'm going to be talking about how we can take advantage of those changes uh, and some of this negativity to make money and develop our own property portfolios. Um, I've got a couple of sort of strategies, lesser known strategies, which I think are well, they've made me a lot of money, uh, which I'll be talking about. Uh, and then I'm going to run through a couple of case studies of deals that I'm doing at the moment. I'm going to yeah. go into a load of detail. I'm going to do a Q&A. It's going to be a, a you know, a sort of step-by-step -step instruction manual, um, uh, you know, as, as to how to to go about doing these the, the, these sort of bigger deals. Um, and, and then I'll get grilled on it. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So we're open to grill you on anything you like about your deals. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Yes. Yeah. I might not answer everything. I'm going to be on the front row. <laughs> I've got a list of questions ready. So you, will you give us an insight? So when you mentioned a couple of deals, obviously you said you've got this 150 property uh, room development. Yeah. Um, what sort of, the, so the deals are based in Peterborough? Yeah, all my deals are in Peterborough now. Yes. Right. We've got properties sort of in, in some other East Midlands towns, but... Developments, I yeah, I just I just developed right. in Peterborough really, and that's yeah. really key for me because what's yeah. one of the, one of the biggest things I learned from Progressive was about investing locally because I know we teach like not doing scattergun and no, I'm really. I'm probably the biggest scattergunner <laughs> in the world because it's I okay if you manage them if you've got great yeah. letting agents in those places it's fine yeah. but you just end up kissing so many frogs until you find a good letting agent. Oh, that's yeah. I did experience. I did scattergun Europe. I, did scattergun I didn't even know the language. <laughs> well, that's what I did from o three to uh, sort of. 2005. I couldn't even speak um, to them. And I, I did Scattergun Europe and the world, Florida. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was, it just yeah. ended up in a big shower of shit. So, yeah, excuse but, me. Yeah. But, and the, but what, that's it, is that now I just invest locally. And I see people in the UK and they're like, they're buying property, even if it's the other end of the country or all over the yeah. place in different towns. Oh, that's yield. That's high yielding. I'm in there. The sun says it, yeah. And they spend right. more on motorway yeah. services and food and whatever trying to get to see the house or never see it yeah, and yeah. don't know if it's let or whatever. No. So invest locally. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a great idea. Um, it, look, your area may not yield well. It may not have the right rent versus the, the purchase price. It may not be high enough, you know, central London. Um, but if you can maybe travel half an hour, 40 minutes, and then get a nucleus yeah. of properties all in the same area, I think that that, that is the way to do it. Because yeah. then you can get all your refurb guys on the go. You find the good ones. 
you find the good letting agents who are mm. going to manage it properly, put the right tenants in, make sure the rent comes in. Uh, and you just end up with a, a much easier, better business generally when you, yeah. you you get those economies of scale and, and you learn the local patch. You know the right roads to buy in and, and not. Uh, and you end up learning or meeting and, and getting to know all the estate agents who are going to pass you all the deals. Mm. You go to a new town, you've got to learn all that stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. And you need a plumber in every town, an electrician in yeah. every town, etc. And when one leaves, then you're screwed for a yeah. while. Uh, and you've got to pay your entrance fee. You yeah. go into something new, you go into a new town, you pay your entrance fee. Uh, you end up paying a lot more and getting a lot worse service and probably getting down valuations because you don't know the surveyors or buying on the wrong streets and getting the boilers stripped out until you learn what is right. Mm. So why not just keep doing what you worked out was right in the place that you, exactly. you learned it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can scale up from single lets yeah. in your town to the multi-lets, HMOs, into the bigger stuff. It becomes easier oh. and easier and the, yeah. it's all obvious then. Yeah, yeah. and you, you know your good streets, you know your bad streets, you know your power team. And people will start to bring you bigger deals, I guess, yeah. once you're in one area. Yeah. And they get to know you more. Of course they will. As you buy more and more and you touch more people and it becomes more obvious that you're doing something in a certain area, you will attract deals mm. to you. You'll get incoming, yeah, a lot more incoming. Excellent. So um, do you think that people who've got a ticket should be really excited just about your talk, never mind the others, and give what, I know you said you're going to touch on two, two deals. So is there one, like, really exciting thing, or what's, what's, what are you excited about about the conference? Well, it might be a little bit presumptuous for mm. me to, to, to sort of say that everybody's excited and, and coming just because of me, as much as I might like to think it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think in, in terms of, you know, finding the right commercial buildings that you can add, you know, you can make millions out of these buildings um, and finding the right partners and finding the right finance, I think people are going to get a lot from that, you know, specific talk that I've put together just for right. this event. Um, I think Grant Cardone's going to be, you know, different, yeah. impressive, huge portfolio, loads and loads of knowledge in, in, in buying these big sort of condominium, um, you know, call them resorts, but uh, communities which go into these funds. Um, and there's a load of mindset stuff that he's going to bring. Rob's going to be there. Yeah, I, I mentioned, obviously, Glenn's there. Nick's going to be. There's a whole mm. stack of them. And um, so, yeah, if I was a delegate, I am excited about it, um, but I'm getting to speak. So yeah. I, I suppose I would be, um, but I'll be learning too. You know, I'll, I'll be sitting in the I'm audience and, and listening to talks and, and, and learning, um, you know, from the, the, the different, you know, sort of presenters that are there. So, yeah, if I was a delegate and I was earlier doors and, you know, I was sort of further back in, in this, in this journey, I, I'd, I'd be, I'll be there at 6am uh, on the front say, row and, and taking a load of notes. I know I'm doing a talk at the conference, but I'm actually panicking about my talk and excited about yours. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, it's weird, but as a delegate, you get excited about the talks. And I'm, yeah. I'm excited about listening to everybody else and kind of worried about my own bit. Yeah. So I uh, go easy on me on my own bit, but, but it's, it's all the other talks. And, and the thing is, about, especially about your talk, is you mentioned there about making millions of pounds from a deal. Yeah. But... Some people go out and they try and do a deal like you're talking about, one of those commercial conversion type deals, and they don't know how to do the numbers. They don't know how to work the deal out. They don't know what sort yeah. of detail they should be looking at. They think it's just buy a rundown building. Yeah. And they end up losing so much money that they get stuck before, they, they never get started properly. Yeah. So for me, that's why I'm excited about it because I've started to go into more commercial stuff and knowing 
I'm always learning. Everyone's always learning. Even at my level, I'm still learning stuff. And I know that of all the talks this week at the conference, yours is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most because it's the, the detail and you're the detail guy of how to do these things. So you don't lose money because you could make a million, but you could lose a million easily. So yeah, it's it. So you'll go into the real detail of what not to lose. Like sort of, or you'll answer our questions. At least. Yeah, I've got of a question. I've hey, got my well, questions. You get your questions out. You fire them away at me. Nobody else I'll has got time there. for any questions. I've got a whole list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll stand there and you can go into a right load of detail yes. uh, and just drill me on all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Top benefits, sort of top three benefits for you. What do you think are the sort of top three benefits you'd say to somebody who's thinking of attending the super conference? Why should they get there? Um, so I think property starts and finishes with income. Um, so increasing your income and increasing your cash flow, specific strategies to do that, to get you out of what it is you're not wanting to do, like your job every month. So to replace that income, I think uh, networking with you know, other people who are doing what you want to do, who are like-minded, there's some huge, huge value there. Um, you know, they're going to give you specific ideas, trips, uh, tips, um, you know, and, and, and sort of tricks. And, you know, you'll end up sort of doing deals with them, borrowing money from them and all this other stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, th- I think that's huge. And then obviously the third one is just how inspirational is it to have, you know, those types of speakers and we've not even spoken about this sort of um secret one that's worth over 250 million mm. from property uh that rob's got coming as well but these some people guys don't know about that nice. there's a secret speaker there's another secret speaker that rob moore is going to be revealing soon that's also coming to the super conference so mark doesn't even know who he is i don't know who it is no so nobody knows <laughs> i don't <laughs> So, yeah, the, the, the inspiration that you're going to get from, from, from you know, from, from all, of, all of those people um, is, uh, for me, that drives me on and wants me to do more to, to, to sort of get, you know, right. yeah. Get so that. people talk about 10x. So how has, what, what would you say property has done to 10x your life? Or what's, what's this, what do you, what do you, um, See 10x. What does 10x mean to you and how do you think it's 10x your... Well, I suppose 10x is maybe different to me than it is for, you know, some, some, some of the other people that, that maybe have, have followed the, the 10x, I don't know, model and, and been to Grant's other seminars. For me, it's sort of absolute commitment. So I still believe in growing in stages, mm. um, making mistakes at that level uh, before you, you know, do one wait a year, let it show its face and then do the next one or, 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 you know, do a couple, but don't, but for me, it's absolute commitment. Um, it's no messing around with the small stuff. Yeah. Do the small stuff for a bit, but then scale it. Once you're absolutely sure you've tested, you've measured, you've got all the, the data in, um, you know, you've got to expand your thinking and, and, and really go hard and grow. You know, once you're absolute, you've got that commitment, you know, it works, you know, the thing is right. Just put your, you know, put put your hundred and twenty percent into the thing uh, to make it work. So basically, get the right knowledge, then back yourself and just go for it. Believe in yourself and yeah, put the effort in. So that that for me, that's something that's made a big difference for me is is terms of is not just a lot of people think it's when you say put the effort in is that they've got to work hard. 
but it's more about working smart as yeah, well, isn't it? So definitely, you don't yeah. need to do 50 hours or 60 hours a week. You just need to do what you do well, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and get into your niche and be the best at that mm. thing. And the money will just, it'll, it'll, it'll attract towards you. Yeah. Awesome. So we're coming to the end of that, to be honest. Um, I hope you've really enjoyed the, the questions with Mark. I've loved it. I've got an insight into what he's going to be talking about at 10X. If you've not got your ticket to the 10X Property Super Conference, if you want to see Grant Cardone live, if you want to meet Mark live, grill him on what he's doing in property, then um, I guess there's going to be a link on the screen, maybe in front of you. If not, we'll put a link below in the comments thread. So get your ticket to the 10X Super Conference. They are pretty much sold out. So you need to be quick as well, by the way. So I, I read a figure a couple of days ago that 1,254 tickets were sold. Now, Mark said that there's 1,200 people for the limit on the building. They're in arguing and stuff at the moment with the hotel and the um, the management and whatever about how many people can physically get in because they can put a few seats at the front row and move it closer and have less room off stage and whatever. And they're trying to get around 1,300 seats in if they can. But there's 1,254 tickets sold and Mark said the capacity is about 1,200. So if you want to get your ticket and you want to be there and you're thinking, I'll wait and decide, you need to get your ticket quickly get it secured, make sure you're in that list of people because it is literally hours, if not days off, of being completely sold out and you will be looking for a ticket that won't be available. Um, so make sure you get your ticket secured. There should be a link below this. I look forward to seeing you at the 10X Super Conference. Thank you, Mark, for the interview. Really love that. Um, Thank you, Kevin. I'm really looking forward to your talk and um, I'll speak to you all soon. 